You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have a karmic week full of planetary transits. We have a transformative seven days ahead of us. The lunar nodes are changing signs from the Taurus-Scorpio axis to the Aries-Libra axis, giving us the opportunity to balance self-reliance versus codependence. Venus will station into retrograde at the end of the week, giving us the opportunity to see where we need more standards in our love life and financial situations. Leo season begins also on that day, just as Venus is going retrograde in the sign of the lion, which should help us feel more self-expressive. And we have a busy seven days of Sun, Mercury, and Mars transits, which will give us the opportunity to work on ego issues, communication, and our temperament. And because of the week we're having, the vibes on the graph are an interesting mix. At the beginning of the week, we have psychic energy mixed in with mental energy. So that could be a day where our intuition is on fire. That could be a day where we're really mentally sharp and we're picking up on things more so than we normally do on both levels, whether it be logically or whether it be psychically. Then when we get to the middle of the week, from the 19th all the way up until the 22nd, we have solitude, psychic energy, ambitious vibes, and mental vibes. Psychic energy and solitude are the highest on the graph. So there might be a ramped up need to have space to yourself because either you're picking up on energies and you're feeling extra sensitive to vibrations. Sometimes when we feel extra sensory like that, being around a lot of people is a lot. And so you're needing that space to ground your energy and also to sort out what you're picking up. Also to sort out some intuition that you might be having or dreams that you might be having. A lot of the times when that psychic energy is ramped up, we tend to have very vivid dreams as a result of it. This is also coupled with that mental energy and also ambitious vibes. So maybe it's a day or a couple of days where you're needing to do your own things, where you're needing to do your own thing in order to transform your circumstances. So that middle portion is going to be intense in a lot of ways. Pluto is going to be at its halfway point to the sun. It's also going to be a trying going on with the sun and Neptune. So we have some retrograde alignments that are going to be playing a role in that middle of the week, which is also adding to the transformative vibes. So yeah, this is an astonishing week for sure. Let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect that we're experiencing. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. On the 17th, the nodal axis is changing signs from Taurus Scorpio to the Aries Libra axis. After 18 and a half months, we're getting fresh nodal energy. And so this switch from Taurus and Scorpio to Aries Libra is going to feel vastly different. The nodes have been in the Taurus Scorpio axis since January of 2022. At the very end of that month, it was about January 30th of 2022 when the nodes switched from the Gemini Sagittarius axis to this one. And so under this influence, we learned the importance of tranquility versus being turbulent all the time. Since the North Node was in Taurus, we wanted to adopt the positive qualities of that sign. Anywhere the North Node is, is where we'd like to adopt the positive attributes of that specific sign. The South Node, however, is the energies that we'd like to release, the lower expressional energies of a specific sign. And with it being in Scorpio, we were looking at the lower vibrational things that we do as a society that are Scorpionic. So when it comes down to these transiting nodes, we're 
looking at how we can be better. We're looking at a way to find a balance. We're looking at what's needed on a collective level. Of course, in a natal chart, this differs because you're carrying that energy as well and you're needing to find more of a balance because in a personal horoscope, the North Node is where you're headed and the South Node is where you've been. And that South Node shows all the gifts that you've brought in from a previous life or just gifts that you possess in general. However, the North Node portion needs to be adopted. So we come here to lean into that energy more while also keeping our South Node energy, while also finding a balance and not falling into our South Node habits. But in this situation, we'll be looking at the transiting nodes. So it gives us an idea of the best ways to go societal-wise versus what we really need to take a look at and what we need to resolve as a whole on a collective level. Scorpio were very intense nodes to deal with, especially with Scorpio at the south node. That happens to be one of the most intense south nodes. And of course, with Scorpionic energy, it is intense. And over this last 18 months, we've seen a lot of brutal stuff within these nodes. It's not that brutal stuff doesn't happen, but it tends to enunciate those things. So that way we're able to pay attention to them and work through them as a whole. Taurus energy, on the other hand, happens to be more tranquil. It happens to be about coming from a place of turbulence and finding inner peace, finding inner stability, finding reliability, and overall taking the road less travel. So hopefully you guys were able to adopt some of those qualities in your life. It's kind of funny how that big theme of the softer life has came up during these nodes. It's one of those trending things on TikTok and everywhere else where you hear people saying that they want to live a softer life. They want to live a more gentle life. A lot of that, a lot of that buzz came up during those nodes with that heavy Taurus influence. But now that we're in that Aries Libra axis, we have some interesting things that are going to occur under this. We'll be under this influence for the next 18 and a half months. So from now, July 17th, all the way up until January 24th, 2025, we will have the Aries Libra influence. And what this is going to bring for us is the ability to work on more positive qualities in terms of Aries while letting go of lower vibrational things that happen to be Libran. Aries is about self-motivation and self-sufficiency, while Libra energy is about the benefits of having others around and being a little more dependent on other people. So with that, let's look at the South Node and see what kind of Libran things we may need to release. The relationship stuff sounds so good. It sounds good to be dependent somewhat on people. You shouldn't do things alone, and the balance between Aries and Libra is, those, is both those things. However, since this is a south node in Libra, we're looking at where that dependency becomes codependence. Sometimes we lose ourselves in relationships. Sometimes we become so codependent that we don't know where they begin and where they end. And before you know it, we're losing our independence. We're losing our identity within the relationship. And being in that headspace can be quite detrimental to anyone. So that over-dependence happens for various reasons. Sometimes it's about being able to make a decision for yourself. Sometimes it's about having a voice in your relationship. And what I mean by that is a lot of the times in Libra energy, there's a tendency towards keeping quiet in order to keep the peace, in order to keep someone else happy, rather than looking at your own needs. Because again, in Libra energy, one of the beautiful things is you consider other people. However, there has to be balance, another Libra word, and compromise within those relationships. And so if the scales are tipped in a way that's not even. Sometimes you can lose your voice in that relationship and sometimes it could be a thing where you're not speaking up because you wanna keep things really status quo. You wanna keep things easy. And what ends up happening as a result is things start to fester. It turns into resentment. It turns into petty behavior. And sometimes that creates bad reactions down the line or bad behavior down the line. You know, it's 
about getting stuck, but it's also about what that can create later on if you're wanting to even the score or you're wanting to gain balance back in the relationship. And speaking of balance, that happens to be another Libra thing. And the darker side of that energy is sometimes that balance can be more so a concern of having balance in your favor. In other words, you're seeking harmony and you're seeking equality, but you're not seeking equality for others. It's more or less you're seeking it for yourself. So as long as it's fair to you, then it's fine but when other people get their way, it's not very kosher. So that's another darker Libran thing that we can see. We can see that playing on a world stage. Sometimes you see situations where there needs to be compromise between authority figures of sorts, but things happen to be uneven because you've got one party trying to get their way versus another party looking for some sort of middle ground. And that could be anything. That could be business negotiations that of course can be politics. And even calling something during a game, during a sporting event. So that can also be another problematic thing when it comes to balance. Continuing with balance itself, we can also look at inequality in life in general. In relationships, yes, but also when it comes down to injustices, with Libra energy in the lower expression, we look at injustices in situations. Now that doesn't sound lower vibrational, but a lot of the times we can see the ugly side of that injustice in this type of energy. I'm sure we're all well aware that those things happen in life, no matter what it may be, but an energy like this tends to enunciate it. So we're paying more attention to it. So that way we can work towards resolving it in some sort of way. So seeing inequality on all levels could be inflated to a higher level than normal. With that, it could be a time of exposure for people who don't speak up to a lot of injustices or the ugly side of what happens when people don't stand up for other people. Another problematic Libran thing that can come up under this energy is things to do with aesthetics. Because Libra is a Venus ruled sign, it deals with the beauty of things. It deals with art, it deals with aesthetics, it deals with things being symmetrical. So this might come out in a way where we're seeing the ugly side of superficiality. We're seeing the ugly side of plastic surgery. And in a lot of ways, how pretty privilege has gotten out of hand in our society. And of course, no judgment if you're wanting to make yourself more aesthetically pleasing for your own reasons. But there is a darker side to that for a lot of people who go down that road and and whether that creates bad situations in their romantic relationships, because there's also that in terms of patterns of being only enamored by beauty and picking people for those reasons, or, you know, someone who's more qualified being overlooked because someone else has the right, you know, aesthetic in terms of what the company wants. But overall, it's going to show where we go off the deep end with those types of things. And speaking of which, this may be one of those times where it's very revealing who has a false facade. The great thing about Libra energy is it's charming and appealing. At the same time, this may be a period where we're seeing the lower vibration of this, where we see a false facade, where we see things being enunciated in terms of making yourself more appealing so that others will be interested in you, making yourself more appealing so that way you get what you want. So in a lot of ways, it can be very exposing if someone has an agenda. An energy like this can expose people who are more so the con man type. So this could be one of those wake up calls or a more enunciated period of realizing that just because something is charming doesn't mean that it's always great. Since this happens to be a Venus ruled sign and Venus has to do with our finances and how we earn money, mostly we see that in Taurus energy, but within Libra energy, this could also come up. So this may 
cause us to address our issues with money. It may cause us to address issues when it comes down to money noise, um, financial instability of any kind, a period where we're having to work on our relationship to money. But overall with this south node, there's going to be a lot of shakeups that happen within this energy. There's a lot of karmic and faded stuff, whether it's relationship related, whether it's just Libran things related. It's a lot of stuff that we'll have to sort out within this energy. But a lot of the solution to some of this is moving towards more Aries things. That North Node in Aries is going to be the solution to a lot of the complexities that happen within Libra energy. So this next 18 months could be about becoming the main character in our story. In other words, if we've been codependent, this could give us the push we need in order to become more individuated. So it could be a phase of rediscovering who we are and embracing our independent natures, becoming more self-motivated, becoming more decisive, taking decisive action when it comes down to our goals and what we need to do. Definitely, this will be one of those energies if something needs to be resolved we'll feel the call to do it we'll feel the urge to do it and we'll have the stamina to do it because aries energy is very quick it's fast acting so if there's something that needs to be resolved there can be some quick turnarounds on certain things as a society because aries energy is about being honest and standing up for the underdog this could be a time where we're able to assert ourselves healthily the trait of aries is self-advocacy but it's also in a lot of ways looking out for people who don't have a voice looking out for people who don't know how to speak up. So this may be the solution if there are some inequalities going on, if there are some injustices occurring because of the need for agency. This is also the type of energy where we become active participants in our lives. So if we've been in a stale period where we haven't taken the driver's seat, this could be a period of actually getting back in that seat. This could be a period of actually feeling driven to make sure that you're actively participating in your life. And in a lot of ways, if something has been just falling to the wayside, we can see that collectively where, where someone's taking the wheel and making sure things happen. So under this energy, we'll take action, we'll focus on our goals, take a more proactive stance in life overall, and realize the importance of not losing ourselves and other people and filling up our own cup. It'll be a time of becoming more authentic as a society. So whether that's through pure honesty or accepting people beyond their aesthetics, this will be a time to embrace truthfulness and realness in order to get past false facades that are getting us nowhere in society. So yeah, we've got a busy 18 and a half months ahead. These nodes will be here until January 24th of 2025. And the cardinal signs will be feeling mo the most effects of this nodal change. Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn, no matter what your degree is in these cardinal placements. Now, of course, this will be a gradual thing because it takes about 18 and a half months. So the ones that will feel this starting off will be the ones between 20 to 29 degrees of these signs. Then as time goes on, it'll go down because the nodes go backwards. So they start at 29 and then they end at zero. So once you get towards the end of this period, the ones who are born during the early parts of these cardinal signs will feel this the most. And some things to note, these nodes are going to go over the eclipse points that we had in April. In other words, that eclipse that we had at 29 degrees of Aries, this could bring up or expedite certain things that happened during that eclipse. Also, it's going to go over some of the points that Mars retrograde did back in 2020. So it could bring up some scenarios from fall 2020 that was not resolved collectively and maybe personally. But yeah, here's to taking a pioneering spirit healthily. The 17th is just a jam-packed day of planetary transits. We'll have 
have that new moon in Cancer, which there will be a separate podcast for, but also we've got two Mercury alignments occurring. Mercury is going to square Jupiter while also making a sesquiquadrate to Neptune. So this can create a day where communication is off kilter. This could be a day where communication is vacillating from extreme to extreme. In other words, with the Jupiter stuff, there could be moments where we're dealing with people who are blowing out a lot of hot air in conversations or behaving in an intellectually arrogant manner. Mercury and Jupiter together in a harmonious aspect works lovely, but when we have a hard alignment like this, it tends to inflate situations where you're dealing with people who have cocky personalities. And a lot of the times with the Mercury-Jupiter stuff, we deal with intellectual arrogance. So there could be moments where someone's talking down to someone just because they feel as though they're smarter than them and they're better than them. And there's a sense of being above everybody else. Also, we need to be aware of the details on that day as well, because the Mercury-Jupiter stuff also creates a problem with that, but Mercury connecting with Neptune in that hard alignment is going to further enunciate that issue. So if you have anything important that you need to work through, make sure you take your time and go through it through with a fine-tooth comb. Try not to rush. If you have important documents assigned, that's something that you want to be mindful of. And I bring this up all the time. Sometimes we sign up for things. Sometimes it's not always documents. Sometimes we sign up for things on the internet whether it's a subscription for a beauty box or a shaving kit for your beard. It's one of those things where you want to make sure you're reading all the fine print of something because you might sign up for something and miss something that might be problematic for you down the line. But with Neptune and Jupiter connecting to Mercury this way, it could be a day where we're just foggy. And don't feel as though we have the bandwidth to do anything that's hard or anything that requires us to pay attention to every single detail. Also be mindful of scammy energy because under these influences, sometimes scammy energy pops up under these energies. So whether that's dealing with people who are trying to get one over, we end up stumbling on something that looks good, but it's not good. So it's one of those that's too good to be true situations. And if it feels that way, definitely back out as much as you can. For that, we are going to have to be mindful of our temper on either side of the spectrum. By the time we get to the 18th, Mars is making a sesquiquadrate with Chiron, and that can create situations where we need to work on anger issues. Because we're still dealing with the Mercury stuff that's going on with it connecting to Jupiter and Neptune, this could create situations where we're dealing with uncomfortable conversations. This could also be a situation where we're dealing with people with harsh temperaments. But because this is a Chiron thing, it could be a nudge needed to work on temperament issues. So whether that's through you, whether that's through other people, this could be a time of learning that not regulating our tempers is coming at a cost to us and also affecting the people around us. On the flip side of this energy, this could show where we need to stand up for ourselves more and where we need to work on that as well. So it could be a day where we're confronted with something that's causing us to have to act in a way where we're using healthy assertion. The 20th is a particularly karmic day with Mars making an opposition with Saturn and two retrograde alignments. With the Mars-Saturn stuff, we can feel the repercussions from bratty behavior, and whether that's from past actions, or that's currently on that day or the next couple of days, because we'll be feeling this Mars-Saturn thing for a bunch of days, since those are slower-moving celestial bodies. Saturn is a particularly karmic planet, and so when Saturn comes up, if we've been doing what's necessary, if we've been doing the hard work, it tends to end in a reward. But on the other end of that, if we haven't been doing what we need to do, and we've been acting in a way that's careless, reckless, 
bossy, aggressive, or just overall being self-destructive, a lot of that ends up rearing its ugly head during these types of alignments. So today could be a day where we're facing that if we've done certain things in the past that haven't necessarily been the most constructive, or if we're throwing our weight around on that day, this is something that can come up and bite us in the ass. So if you're feeling aggravated, try to give yourself adult timeouts. If you're feeling as though you need to rush things, really fight that urge and wait for the right moment. Because one of the things is if you do things the correct way with Saturn energy, you end up reaping the rewards later on. And with Mars here, it's hard to wait. You just want what you want now. And so impulsivity and impatience could be revved up on this day. On top of that, the sun is making an opposition with Pluto on that day and also a trine with Neptune, which is adding more transformative and karmic energy on that day. The sun making an opposition with Pluto means we are at the halfway point of that retrograde cycle. So we only have a few more months left to go when it comes down to Pluto retrograde. It'll go direct in October. But an alignment like this marks the peak of that cycle. An alignment like this also brings in a karmic tone to it. So with this retrograde, if we're being aspected by it, we have to look at some of the things that are getting in the way of our transformation and other things where we might have been not doing what we need to do that are coming up as repercussions under this energy. Under this influence, we need to be aware of ego issues, strong personalities, and being power struggling. In other words, feeling the need to control other people and constantly throwing your weight around in order to get your way. With energy like this, there tends to be ramifications and with the Mars stuff already ramping everything up temperament-wise on that day, along with Saturn, this could end up being a day where we're dealing with the ramifications of things, but also the energy is very unconstructive. One of the only saving graces of this energy is the sun making that trine with Neptune, which is also a retrograde alignment. Neptune went into its retrograde on the 30th, June 30th to be exact, and this is the opening of the retrograde, meaning basically this planet is finally gaining some traction and getting some speed in a synodic cycle. And so now it's trucking along. And even though this is a retrograde alignment, it happens to be a really harmonious one. This brings in a highly spiritual tone. So it could be a day where we're working on our metaphysical side. It could be a day where we're trying to gain a higher perspective. It could aid in taking a gentle approach rather than participating in the drama that might unfold on that day. For all, it helps us build up our ego when it comes down to mystical things. So it could be a day of returning to spiritual things that you weren't attending to. And speaking of spiritual things, Jupiter on the 22nd is going to make a semi-square with Neptune. And this is one of those energies that could help us in terms of spiritual growth. A vibe like this helps us work on our inner philosophies, allowing us to work on our beliefs, understand knowledge on a spiritual level, connect with universal truths, be more self-aware and connect to higher states of consciousness, and also gaining a better understanding of things that seem unquantifiable. An energy like this can feel inspirational, so it could be a day where we're feeling a sense of creativity flowing through us, or overall being able to get back into a flow state, especially if we're the types that are into music and art and writing, or just a creative person in general. But one of the best things about this is it helps us get introspective. That way we can do some inward reflection and discover the things that are causing us to self-sabotage. And since this is a slow-moving aspect, we'll have this with us for about a little over a week. 
which will allow us more time to understand bad patterns that are preventing us from growing. Further adding to the healing vibes on that day, Mercury is going to make a trine with Chiron, which could aid us in healing toxic inner dialogue. So if we've been our own worst critics, it could be a time where we're learning how to speak with ourselves in a more constructive manner. This is also great for mending fences with others. So if there's been any drama that's been going on with some of your worthwhile relationships, it could be a day of making amends with someone. So this combined with the Jupiter and Neptune stuff is lovely and we're going to really need those energies because by the time we get to the 23rd, things are a mixed bag in terms of the alignments that are occurring on that day. Mercury is going to make a square with Uranus and this could create unexpected moments on that day. One of the things is when Mercury connects with this planet is it helps us feel mentally sharp, but this can come on in a way where we feel mentally wired and wired is good and useful at times, but then there are moments where we need our minds to calm down. This is one of those things where our minds could feel overactive and that can feel intense in a lot of ways. It can create nervous moments and make it easier to get agitated by things or people. So we have to be mindful of being too testy when we're dealing with stressful situations. Also, things don't necessarily go as planned under an energy like this. So if you are making plans on the day, it may not go in the way you hoped, which could further ramp up feelings of anxiousness. And the fact that this is happening on the same day Venus is going retrograde creates even more intensity to this energy. So we've got that planet going retrograde, but we also have this Uranus stuff happening. And so that could ramp up some situations communication-wise where things either escalate. Also, it can create unexpected communication from people that you don't normally talk to. Mercury, Uranus, and a hard aspect. A lot of times we get that expect the unexpected with communication, thoughts, and plans. And so this can translate into a situation where you're hearing from people that you don't expect to hear from. And because it's a harder transit, it's generally not the people that you're looking to hear from. On the 23rd, Venus is going retrograde in Leo. This planet went into its pre-shadow retrograde on June 18th. So think about what type of Venus themes were going on in your life. What type of Leo themes were occurring around that point in time regarding finances, self-esteem, self-worth, or love life scenarios. This planet combined with Leo causes us to take on these themes from a place of Leo. So love life wise, money wise, anything to do with your values or sense of worth, a lot of those things could have came up within this energy. So with that, have you examined your standards concerning love life matters? In other words, have you looked at your love life situations and came to some conclusions that certain scenarios are just not worthy of you? Your scenarios like you've been settling for less. Sometimes this has to do with only getting the bare minimum in relationships, not getting the attention and praise that you deserve within a relationship. Sometimes with this lack of fulfillment, it could be about not getting enough passion within a relationship and feeling as though you've been lowering your standards for that reason. Or you're dealing with someone who's not demonstrative. You know, I'm not saying it has to be over the top, but you know, people do require some sort of flirtation, even in its most minimal form. Demonstrative doesn't always have to be over the top. But if you are in a romantic relationship, you do want to have those amorous exchanges with someone. And so this could be a period where you're realizing that you're settling for less within the relationship because you do require those things. And it's nothing wrong with wanting those things from a partner. On the flip side, has this been a period where 
or you've been walking away from relationships that bring nothing but drama. In other words, has this been a period where you're wanting to get away from problematic theatrical bullshit within your love life? Sometimes you could have that relationship that brings all the things I was mentioning, like passion and demonstrative, but it brings other things with it. So even though you got the passion, it doesn't come with stability. It comes with screaming matches and just making up to break up. And so this could be a time where you're raising your standards in that regard as well. Because that's also a thing where you raise your standards, where you're walking away from relationships that are dramatic because it's creating nothing but chaos in your life. It's bringing no value to your life. And you're seeing your worth and that you're worth more than just someone who's constantly bringing nothing but turbulent energy to your life. Leo energy has a lot to do with loyalty. And so has this been a period where you've been raising your standards in that way where you're distancing yourself from people who are untrustworthy. One thing to note about Venus energy is we do focus a lot on the romantic side of it and that could be also a lot of the themes that pop up with with all of these scenarios. However, this could also be close relationships where you're having that sort of problem. Maybe it's an untrustworthy friends group. Also, back to the other problematic energy, it could be friendships that aren't fulfilling. It could also be friendships that bring nothing but drama into your life. So this could be a period of re-examining those relationships to see if you want to continue with them. Has this been a period where you're realizing that you need to put yourself out there more? In other words, sometimes this could be your love life. Sometimes this could be job-wise. Sometimes this could be about creativity and putting something out there into the world. Leo energy is about standing out for our uniqueness and not fading to the background. So this could be a period where you're realizing that you might have taken a big back step in your life and now you're needing to learn how to push forward again. You're needing to learn how to be visible again. So that way you can feel motivated to go after the things you want, whether it's career, whether it's romantic, whether it happens to be creative pursuits or anything else where you need to take center stage for a change. And speaking of creativity, has this been a period where you're starting to lift a lot of creative block that you might have been experiencing? Leo is the house of creation and it's creation in all its forms, whether that be art, music, theater, writing, or any place you express your talents. Also, creation can have a lot to do with children, creating children, and things like that. And that's another portion of this within the retrograde. But were you experiencing some sort of creative block for a while? Or did you shelf something like a creative project of yours and now you're finding yourself come back to that. A lot of the times with retrogrades, we come back to the things that we put on the shelf or things that we just didn't have the time to deal with because of life situations and things like that. So this could have been a period or this can be a period where you're starting to work on that. So that way, when you get to the end of the retrograde, you're ready to fully put that thing out there into the world. Coming back to the children part, has this been a time where you've been considering having children? Has this been a time where you've had to be helpful when it comes down to children, maybe children in your family or friend's child or you're considering whether or not you want to even go down that route of having kids yourself and if it isn't any of that has this been a time where you've been doing inner child work with yourself the fifth house is ruled by leo or wherever you see leo energy we can see a lot of inner child stuff going on with a person so this could be a time where you just felt compelled to work on those areas of your life to get past some sort of old trauma. Continuing with being an active participant in your life, has this been a period where you're realizing you need more fun, you need more enjoyment, you need more leisure in your life? Shows us where we need to have fun, where we need to let our hair down, where we need to connect with our inner child in that form. So have you been realizing that you're needing more adventure in your life, you're needing more downtime, you're needing more time to just, again, let your hair down? 
With the attention that we get in Leo energy, has this been a period where you've worked on either being okay with getting attention or realizing that you're needing to gain attention in a more healthier way? For some people, it's hard, and this comes back to having the spotlight on you, standing out for who you are, or not getting lost in the crowd. Sometimes people have a harder time than most being on display. And maybe this is a time that you wanted to work on that so that way you feel comfortable when you are getting accolades from people, you're feeling comfortable when you're getting attention from someone that you're attracted to, or healthy attention for the other things you do. On the flip side with Leo energy, this could be a period where you're realizing you need to work on the need for attention. Sometimes we get the nudge needed under energies like this to work on that going to a toxic place when we don't get the attention that we feel entitled to. So this could come back to valuing yourself more and building up healthy self-esteem, building up healthy self-worth without getting it from other people and instead creating it within yourself. So this type of retrograde will enunciate the Leo themes that we have in our life, but also of course the Vesnushian things that we need to deal with in our lives. So it really can be a period of working on unfairness in our lives, compromising with others, working on the way we relate to other people, and trying to gain harmony within our close-knit relationships. The signs that'll feel this retrograde more than others will be the fixed modality. Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius between 10 to 29 degrees of these signs. So this Venus retrograde is going to cover a wide scope of the fixed signs throughout that range. And so if you have planets or any points in your chart within those signs, you're going to feel this retrograde more than others. Venus will go direct on September 3rd and finally leave its post shadow on October 7th. And so we got 40 days and 40 nights of this retrograde motion that we're going to be dealing with. And in terms of transits, as this retrograde goes along, I will let you guys know what's occurring, what planets it's hitting, of course, as I always do. And mostly it's an even mix of transits going on with this Venus and Leo retrograde. Some of them are harsher and some of them are moderate in comparison. But yeah, here's to raising our standards on all levels. And on that same day, the sun is going into Leo. Happy birthday, Leos. It's your time to shine majestically. So this is a particularly interesting Leo season with Venus going into retrograde in the sign of Leo. I mean, this happens every eight years, of course. Leo happens to be on the Venus star point. So it is one of those signs that Venus tends to go retrograde in every eight years. And depending on the location of that Venus retrograde, sometimes it does happen in Leo season, other times it's a little further off. But that is one thing to note for yourself. Think about what was going on with you eight years ago regarding any type of Venus and Leo things because they'll come up during the retrograde. Okay, so now I'm gonna talk about Leo season and get off of this retrograde train. Well, to a degree. And again, that's more so because this Leo season happens to have a tone to it with that retrograde going on. So it's not as if we won't have fun as we do during Leo season. Leo season is a fucking blast. It's a time where we gain a sense of aliveness in our life and we become active participants in what's going on. We start chasing leisure. And because this sign happens at the height of summer, we chase those types of activities. It's not to say that we don't chase those in Cancer because we most certainly do. But with Leo, it is kicked up about a thousand notches. So our need to have fun and express ourselves boldly will be enunciated. 
And our egos gain a considerable boost for standing out for our talents, for standing out for our creativity, for standing out for our expressive side. And our expressive side can come out in our clothing, our hair, especially with Leo season. It could be a time of just doing your hair in a standout way. Although, definitely want to put the warning out there. Any type of aesthetic things you might be craving during this Leo season, you might want to hold off. And this is where I say again, with the Venus retrograde, it's not like any other. During Leo season, we find a way to get creative with our style and our homes and things like that. But because this planet will be connected to that Venus retrograde, we want to be aware of aesthetic changes that we're making and creative choices that we're making. Because after that, retrograde is over we may not be all about it at that point in time so this might be a leo season where you can get bad bangs if you decide to make a sudden hair choice that you've never done before or try something new with your hair clothing and any other aesthetics because this sign is associated with romance that tone that passionate tone can also be available to us So it could be an adventurous time when it comes down to our dating lives, whether that be casual or whether that be you're in a committed relationship. It can be an ultra revved up time to bring a sense of theater into your romantic scenarios. And of course, with the Venus retrograde going on in this sign, there are just certain things that we just need to be aware of, like I mentioned before, with the Venus retrograde situation. So it could be a time of raising our standards in our love life situations and truly discovering our value and what we bring to the table. Generally, Leo is a very social sign, and during Leo seasons, we tend to get out more. We tend to feel like we have the bandwidth to deal with other people, and also enjoy the exchange. We enjoy the attention that comes from that. So it could be a time of connecting with people. It could be a time of making plans and throwing big parties. And with the energy of that Venus retrograde, it might be a time of reconnecting with some old friends. That could also translate into our love lives as well because of the cycle that's going on. Sometimes through these retrogrades, exes tend to come back. So in some social settings and situations, we may experience that with the sun being in Leo and that Venus retrograde. And of course, there's a lower expression as there is any time a planet changes signs. And with this, we need to be aware of expecting the spotlight on us all the time. In other words, we can't allow not getting the attention that we're craving become a blow to our ego. Through this energy, we have to be aware of coming on too strong because we're wanting to command attention or feel like we deserve the floor and other people don't. So it could be a time of dealing with others who throw their weight around and tend to be very bossy. Under the influence of Leo, we raise our standards when it comes down to anything, whether that be love, friendship, work, whatever. We tend to have very high standards for ourselves. There can be trappings with that as well. So we have to be mindful of being overly prideful because that tends to get enunciated during Leo season. And it can also manifest as thinking we're too good for something, thinking we're too good for other people. So that's something to be mindful of. Also, there could be a tendency towards self-involvement under this energy and being so much about ourselves that we don't recognize other people in the room. So that's also something we need to be mindful of. Other than that, Leo season is always a welcomed energy. It is also a fun energy. We've got a Venus retrograde this time around during Leo season. So that's going to put an interesting tone into the air. But at least unlike last year, the sun's going to make some harmonious alignments to the north node and south node. So that should really help push us through. Also, it's going to make harmonious alignments to Chiron so that can add to some healing moments during the Venus retrograde and Leo season cycle. So yeah, what a week. Um, There's a lot going on. Like I said, this is a highly karmic week, which if you've been listening to me for a while, you know that that doesn't come out my mouth very often. So yeah, here's to a transformative time. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.